Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from Chip N A all the way down to Chimpanzee. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and with me, as always, is my second banana, Mr. Evan Munro Smith. Hey. Hey, Evan, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I forgot to give you your credit, which is, of course, that you are the host of the Jimming James show about <laughs> Jamming. Yeah, that's me, the Jimity James man. But you've been on hiatus for a while now, but you've still got games on the brain. We're talking off pod about how you love gaming and how you, <laughs> you want to game all day and all night. You love I do games. love gaming. You marry gaming. <laughs> there's actually a lot going on. Like, bloody, there's a new Oculus headset that's just been announced, new oh, VR cool. headset. Can you, get, um, can you get it so I can use it? Yeah, I, I put in a pre order. I don't know when they're shipping, but I'm Can excited. I have your old one? Uh, I reckon, yeah, maybe. That's okay. what, mostly what people ask me when I say I've got a new VR headset. <laughs> what are you doing with your old one? No, um, I, I'm pretty I, sure Xavier has my old, old one. Oh, you've had multiple. Which one have I yeah. tried then? Your you, old, old one or the middle uh, one? Yeah, you tried the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Which is the which Xavier now has. Right. Oh, you've got a new one since then. Yeah, well, it's the Rift S. It's just the next model along. Wow. Yeah. So, listeners who don't know about this sort of stuff, like me and Evan, two gamers who love to game, <laughs> um, the Oculus Rift is like goggles where you are inside the game. Yeah. That's, that's a, basically that's, it? Yeah, that's that's a pretty good description. And I've played Evans at the Stupid Old Studios a few times, and I played Batman one time, and you look down and your hands are Batman hands. Yeah. <laughs> and there was another one where you had to, like, hit... Music. It's sort of like a mm. 3D version of Guitar Hero, but you're dodging the music or something. Yeah, and you got lightsabers. It's called Beat Saber. Beat Saber. That was fun. It's a great And then game. my favourite of them all, though, was the menu where you just had a nice yeah. big lounge room with an open <laughs> fireplace and a beautiful view, and you could walk around it yeah. to some extent. 
Yeah. And I had such Did a great time Did you move the furniture around? I'm, I'm sitting in this tiny office, but it felt like I was sitting in a beautiful big room. <laughs> this is the yeah. future, baby. <laughs> um, I think we should actually- all move into that menu. There's a new feature um, of the for the new Oculus Quest called uh, Infinite Office, which is like oh. if you if your office went on forever, I guess. Okay, what a <laughs> dream! Is, what a dream! <laughs> Everyone just wishes their office went on forever. <laughs> you never have to go back home. You can just stay in office forever. You know what I was watching today? A little bit of uh, Footy Footy Foot. Is oh, that classic that show. Um, would be happening soon? Right, if if we were able to be at the studio and do it. Yeah, well, this is the, the last round is just starting now. So, final starts in a week and a half. Yeah, right. Um, well, yeah. Well, yeah, a week and a half, two weeks. So, who's who's in the running well, for the final? Uh, it's look, the favorites are probably Richmond, uh, probably Richmond and Geelong, I think, are the favorites, but um, Port Adelaide's on top of the ladder, so they're going to be given a fair shot and the Brisbane Lions who will play their whole final series in Brisbane because of uh, Melbourne's out of order, oh, out yeah. of action. And um, Perth is for the most part because they've got strict um, quarantine laws. So after first week of finals, all the games will be played in either Queensland or South Australia. Hmm. So I think Port Adelaide have got to be a good shot. You know, they're, They've been very good. My team, the Saints, beat them, which I I always like beating the eventual premier. That feels yeah. That feels like uh, you got something to brag about. But the Saints, but the Saints, aren't the Saints in the are game still the a sneaky chance of well, they're they're a pretty good chance of making finals. Uh-huh. We have to win this week, and we're in. And if we lose, there's some chance. But it's a toughish game against another team who's a, a slight chance of making it. So, okay. but we've we've run out of form. Um, We've lost, I think we've lost four of the last six games. So, Ooh. yeah, we just, and we're, and we're losing them all by, uh, mainly by under a goal. So, it's been oh, a really? lot of, sh- yeah, close losses. I just had to oh. stumble over the line in one of those and we'd be home. But <laughs> we haven't played finals since 2011. Anyway, enough of this fun chat <laughs> okay. about footy. This isn't footy, footy, foot. This is prime mates. Hopefully, we'll be able to do some sort of version of footy, foot for the finals. Yeah. Uh, and we're also, yeah, anyway, footy foot will live on, but not here today. Here we're talking about primates and popular culture. In particular, this season, we are talking about the brilliant Netflix TV show, The Umbrella Academy. Uh, and we're talking about the first season. The moment in this week, we're talking about episode eight, which is called I Heard a Rumor. Mm. And it originally aired on the 15th of Feb in 2019. I say Feb because I can't say February. <laughs> February. It's a brutal word. Hardest word to say in the English language. You know what I so noticed? Not- yeah. Uh, the episodes are starting to get shorter. This is only 52 minutes. Previous ones have been more like 58, closer to an hour. And then the next couple are like 45, 47 minutes. Oh, that's interesting. That's one of the fun things about the whole world of streaming is that they don't have to worry about TV hours or TV half hours anymore. It's just as long as 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 it needs to be. And they, but I mean, however long it is, it is jam packed because this is another episode with a lot going on. Yeah. We say that every episode, but this is another one of those. It's huge. Uh, The Netflix synopsis says As Vanya practices controlling her new abilities, Alison tags along with a local cop to find out what happened outside the restaurant. 
So that is, I mean, I guess that's the 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 main story. But that's the are- crux of it. I feel like this episode of all of the episodes so far is the one that's jumping around the least, probably. Right. Um, it's it's fair. It's starting to get a bit more focused. Yeah, it's coalescing into the main storyline, building up to the big finale, which we assume is going to be some sort of battle to save the planet. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But we're not really sure who the battle's against. No, although I'm I'm betting it's Vanya so far, based on last episode. Um, that's the, I, I'm I'm betting it's uh, it's Harold Jenkins slash Leonard is is controlling or manipulating Vanya. Um and and pitting her against her family and that's the clash that's that's what I'm thinking at this stage. Um, it because feels like that's where it's going, but but also there's a whole lot of other stuff around like the t- temp commission and all this other stuff that you know who knows what they went very be- quiet this episode and I mean yeah. one of the their key hitman uh, Hazel he's done a runner basically yeah but we'll talk about that soon although he did say he, he had to go do some unfinished business which wasn't clear what that was. Yeah, I assume uh, that's dealing with Cha-Cha, but, but we don't know. Yeah, it's funny that he had second thoughts about it. Maybe he's like, actually, I can't outrun Cha-Cha. She will, <laughs> she will just hunt me down forever. Yeah, it anyway, we'll get to that soon. second thoughts last episode when he had a gun pointed at her. That would have been <laughs> yeah, the time to have second thoughts. <laughs> Be real Man, decisive about that. should have just taken her out <laughs> if that's what you want to do now. That's what she wanted to do. Anyway. She was begging you. <laughs> Kill me. Take me out. <laughs> I bet anyway. you she won't be saying that next time. Anyway, so uh, you'll be glad to know, Evan and listeners, I was back in the bath to watch this episode. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> after a brief stint on dry land for episode seven, I got back where I belong in the tub and it felt good. Uh, so here we go. So it starts off with Alison picking up from where we left off in the last episode. She's driving out to Harold Jenkins' cabin in the woods, his grandmother's house. Mm. And uh, it starts with a bit of a flashback where her husband, uh, Patrick, catches her using her powers on her daughter, Claire, to make her go to sleep. Yeah. Um, so I, I heard a rumor that you're really tired and you want to go to sleep. It's pretty, pretty sneaky. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean. But also kind of innocent in that case. Yeah. Um, it kind of then flash forwards to her back in the car driving and you hear echoes of other times that she's used her power in the past. Things like, I heard a rumour that I got it in one take. I heard a rumour that I got a, <laughs> I got the role. Those sorts of things like, oh, that's why uh, yeah. she's a famous actress. <laughs> so that, I mean, that straight away is just like it, something that we've had a hunch about all along that, that maybe her success is uh, not quite as deserved. Uh, look, I'm sure she's a great actress, but- She's yeah, that maybe- is interesting, though. She's a big famous actress, and now we find out that this is why. But, I mean, she is a star, so obviously it worked out. It, the um, Umbrella Academy fandom page lists all of the ones that were said, if you want to hear them again. Oh, yeah? Um, it says that uh, they give us some insight as to why she has sworn off her power. So, new listeners or people who've missed it... Um, Allison's superpower is that she, if she says, I heard a rumor, and then whatever she says next becomes reality, basically. She can manipulate how what people do and how they act by saying the phrase, I heard a rumor. So, some of the ones that are ringing in her ears as she's driving along are, I heard a rumor, I made the soccer team. 
I heard a rumor you want to be my friend. I heard a rumor you <laughs> oh, like that's broccoli. Brutal. That one's pretty helpful. I wish the broccoli one. Yeah, I, there's a few things I wish she would tell me. You know, I heard a rumor yeah. you ate healthily every day Man, and exercised and all that sort of stuff. I heard a rumor you left me alone. I heard a rumor you stopped crying. We assume that one's to her daughter again. I heard a rumor I got it in one take. I heard a rumor I'm perfect for the role. And I heard a rumor you love me. Oh, it is not known who this was said to. If it was her uh, ex-husband, it is likely why he divorced her and took custody of their daughter. As it would mean she forced him to love her. Yeah, that's a full also, on one. But, but, oh, fuck. But, but he would also love her, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that he, would- unless he, how would he know that? Because I imagine if you, if someone, if 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 she says that, then you kind of don't clock that she's manipulating. Like, yeah, but maybe right. if you know that that's her power, then you, yeah, lady, you go. Hang on a second. Yeah, do I really love you? Yeah, Ugh. maybe that breaks the spell. But that's interesting. Or- I'm glad you brought it up because I, when I watched it, I thought they were all in relation to her daughter. So I. Th- Right. I obviously miss her, but I thought it was. I heard a rumor she made the soccer team. Oh, that the daughter. And I made thought the... they were all helping out the daughter, right? Making a right. friend for her, getting her to eat broccoli, asking her to leave her alone. You know, she needed some time to stop crying. I didn't hear the perfect for the role. Right. I don't know what I thought I heard, but yeah, that that is interesting. The so um... it's just her whole life is so it's probably smart. She got addicted to that power, and yeah, and I, I mean, it would be very hard would... not to. Not to use it. She could totally. also have done the love one on Luther, maybe. Oh. Because he definitely, he definitely does feelings. seem like he is under a, lo- a bit of a love spell. Maybe. Or he just, he loves her. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Very similar thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so as she's driving along, she does eventually get to, um, so it's, it's Harold Jenkins' grandmother's cabin, I think, is is, is where they're hanging out. Um, they're not actually there as Alison arrives, but uh, she sees Vanya's violin case through the window, so she knows that she's kind of in the right spot. Yeah. Um, but uh, Vanya and Harold slash Leonard are actually at the moment uh, at the hospital because of what happened last episode where Vanya, um, uh, well, uh, they got into a fight after having dinner at a, is it a pub or something or a yeah, restaurant Rose sort of thing. Bar. And in the car park, there's a, there's three dudes uh, sitting on their car or whatever, um, and they uh, get into a fight. And uh, so Harold slash Leonard um, gets the shit beaten out of him, and Vanya uh, turns into in. a sonic boom. Yeah, and 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 anyway, so, so Harold Leonard has has been in hospital. Um, we find out here as well that two of those three guys. Did not survive that incident. Yeah, which I one of them burst like a balloon. <laughs> I didn't quite catch that, but yeah, that they didn't. That yeah, it's pretty pretty. If brutal. you if you leave that big of a trail of blood from hitting a wall, yeah, that's bad news. Yeah, it didn't look like it. That he looked like he died. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Harold Susser Leonard. I'm just going to call him Leonard or one of those, and we'll work yeah. it out later. Um, he's uh, he's dressed up. He's keen to get out. Uh, of the hospital, yeah, hasn't he been tells formally Vanya, discharged. I'm good to go. I just I got to come back to get a new, a fake eye fitted tomorrow. Prosthetic eye. 
but I'm feeling good. I'm like, wait, he had his eye removed last night and they're discharging him. This doesn't seem likely. And then yeah. as he's trying to leave, they're like, hey, you haven't been discharged. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that feels about right. But he goes, oh, I'm fine. They're like, well, you have to sign out. So he signs out. He, I guess he waives his right to say um, they didn't look after me. Yeah. And uh, then Vanya asks, oh, those guys, how, how are they doing? And they, yeah, they revealed to her that two of them are dead and one of them's probably going to pull through. And mm. Leonard looks a bit funny about that. He doesn't look... It's hard to know if he's feeling sad. <laughs> he's like, oh, this is a bad, bad situation. But it kind of looks like he's unhappy that one of them survived. Yeah. Or nervous or something. Um, uh, which becomes clear later yes. as to why. Uh, so what happens next? Luther is hungover <laughs> after his... Uh, Night out, um, it, we find out he lost his virginity, uh, or at least that's heavily implied. Yeah, Klaus says that. I mean, he doesn't. There's a real one-sided conversation where Klaus <laughs> is Luther doesn't deny it. it. No, it seems like that's probably right. He's been on the moon. Yeah, he looks like an ape. Um, well, he is an he's an ape man. He's partially yes, he's an ape man. Um. So, the reason uh, why we're doing this show, basically, is because he's an ape man. The whole reason, yes. Also, because his butler is a chimp. <laughs> Two good reasons. He's more He's more than a butler, though, isn't he, Pogo? He's even more than a butler. I don't Pogo. know what you're trying to suggest. Butlers aren't that important, but, yeah, I guess No, he's butlers a- are great. I think probably. he's basically- That's what butlers are. They're confidants. They're yeah, okay. the close family friend. Yeah, all right. Okay. Um... Uh, so Klaus is there. They're chimpanzees. Klaus calls a, a meeting of the people that are there. So he's got uh, five: Luther and Ben. He gets gets them to a, a deceased Ben is hanging around. Um, and what about this, Evan? Why yes. does Klaus never let the others know that Ben's there with him? That's, that's a, never brought up, is that's it? That's a good. Yeah, no, that is a good question. He even denies it. Like in the is it the first or second episode when when they're having a vote? Um, yeah. And he why he, is it a secret? I don't know. That- You'd think the others would be stoked to be like, oh, wow, cool, our brother's here. Yeah. It's Ben. Yeah, Ben is still a bit of a mystery, isn't he? We don't know how how, how or when he died. Um, and, and he only, yeah, obviously only talks to Klaus because it's anyone he can, he can talk to. I-, I had been assuming he died relatively recently because he is about, like his ghost is about their age, you'd say. Ah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But we're not still 100% because all the other ghosts we've seen seem to uh, look like they did when they were killed or died. Yeah. But it's also interesting that that um, Ben seems to be around even though, even when Klaus isn't sober. I don't know what yes. the rules are. Right. And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but he's he is there and- uh, so they, he, he, Klaus gets them together to share the news of his chat with Sir Reggie in the afterlife uh, from the previous episode as well. In the barbershop in yes. heaven. And he, he tells them that uh, that Sir Reggie killed himself. They don't believe him initially. Luther's like, no, you, it's, you're crazy. Um, it's just another one of his weird games that he plays. <laughs> but um, but Pogo pretty quickly steps in to confirm um, that that was, that was the scheme and that, that he, uh, Pogo and, and Grace, helped uh, orchestrate the whole thing, and even the um, that CCTV uh, footage that uh, was looked at earlier in the season was 
planted to create yes. or to help to sort of further this mystery. Oh, that's so that, right. And so that Pogo they all come together. to it. Yeah, yeah, you're right, actually, yeah. So, they've uh, all constructed this sense. thing that- to, So, obviously, the suicide that, that brings them all together, but then also this murder mystery that, like, almost forces them to kind of work together to solve it, even though that didn't quite eventuate. But they, they kind of gave up on that, didn't they? Yeah. The solving of the mystery, but- um. <laughs> But I guess it was enough to kind of distracted. pick their interest uh, to begin with. And this is what I was saying in the in another, well, it was, maybe it was last week, um, that, that they're finally grilling Pogo. They're finally yeah. putting the hard words in, uh, which I was saying, uh, why haven't they done this? Pogo clearly, sh- uh, you would think, has more information um, uh, around all this stuff and, and around what the what Sir Reggie was like, you know, before he died. And they haven't, They, I don't know, I guess they're just- Trusting that he would volunteer um, any information that he had, but yeah, I'm su- surprised that it, that it didn't they happen did sooner. Say- that they start grilling him and asking these questions. Yeah, they did stress there, like you, he's our most trusted. He's the most trusted person we have, and he's he's let us down. Yeah, so maybe they were sort of saying we trusted him to tell us what he knew. Um. Yeah. So everyone's pretty rattled about the news there from Pogo confirming all that. Um, uh, Vanya and Leonard uh, get back to the cabin they, uh, from the hospital. Um, Vanya's feeling, feeling pretty guilty about the two people that died as a result of her outburst. Um, but Leonard is still being supportive about it, still trying to push her to explore her powers. Yeah. Which, you know, uh, seems a little bit insensitive, but... <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that power just killed a few people. Let's <laughs> keep exploring it. Yeah. It's more of that. <laughs> Uh, and then we we jump to Hazel and Agnes, the donut lady, yeah, and Hazel, the hitman from the commish. They're in the car chatting about their plans, and um, yeah, Agnes has got plans on her map for months worth of stuff, and she's so excited. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, we got all the time in the world; we can see them all." And Hazel's, you know, clearly going, "Oh, the end of the world's coming." <laughs> yeah, but it is um, a genuinely happy moment. Made me miss road trips. Oh, me too. Man, I, I was like, trip. I want to go on a road trip with Agnes, <laughs> the donut lady. She yeah. was like that, how she was feeling. I could feel <laughs> that feeling. Any longest trip where anything's possible, best yeah. feeling. That, road yeah. trip. That Woo! felt so nice, that scene. Yeah, um, loved it. So, uh, Alison is also driving along still. Um, she's- uh, so what did she? She I, I guess she saw that the that they weren't at that cabin, um, but she saw the violin case, and rather than hang yes. around there, I guess she got back in the car and wound up in traffic as well. Um, yeah, where she, was she heading? It was like because I mean I the know. traffic jam was in that town, so yeah. Did, did was there a clue that she was she saw something? Like, she obviously knew they were around, so maybe she was driving into town, which is where she right. stumbled across her crime scene. Yeah. It could, uh, yeah including Vanya's scarf. Oh, yeah. Neatly hanging on the sign. <laughs> yeah, and I thought she- it was pretty convenient that she stumbled across this um, this incident, which this police incident, which is the uh, Vanya's um, mess uh, that she made uh, the night before. At what is it, Sonic? People. Boom. The sonic boom. So, she she starts asking the cop questions. Officer Cheddar. Co- Officer Cheddar, great name. <laughs> and uh, Sergeant Dale Cheddar 
said, hey, back behind the police line, please. And then she goes, oh, of course, sorry. And then she takes off her sunglasses and he goes, oh, my God, are you Alison Hargraves, the movie star? <laughs> She's like, well, why, yes, I am. <laughs> and then she comes up with this story that she's investigating or she's researching for a role as a small town cop and ask if she can tag along with him for the day. And yep. he's kind of, he's very excited to meet her. So he, against his probably his better judgment, he says, all right, you can. <laughs> and so she comes along with him. Um, and then, so she, I mean, this comes up later. I just want to keep following this storyline because it it does still jump around between the storylines. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So she ends up at the hospital bed where the one surviving guy from the Sonic Boom is, and um, the officer, Officer Cheddar, Sergeant Cheddar, starts asking questions like, "Do, do you know what happened?" Uh, and the guy's like, "You're here to protect me, right?" And he's like, "I'm a police officer. That's my duty." And then the guy explains that uh, this man paid him to attack him in front of his girlfriend. Yeah. Unclear why. He said he paid us very well. He paid us up front. Which, and this is obviously uh, Leonard. Yeah. And- See, I thought something was up. I thought, I thought, because my interpretation of the scene last time, which was me just not paying much attention, was, was that Leonard picked a fight with those guys. But, um, uh, but they were around his car. So I was like, all right, fine. Maybe it wasn't his doing. Maybe this was just a whole big, you know, an accident. But yeah, he did. Turns out he he paid them to do it. Which is pretty fucking yeah, pretty he, slimy. Although he didn't do so well out of it. Um, well, very slimy. But it was like basically paying those guys to potentially kill themselves, which is what happened at all three of them in the end. Yeah, I wonder. Or at if, least two of them at this point. I wonder if he knew how if that would happen. He um, must have known it was a chance. Yeah. So, uh, and then um, Allison goes, oh, d- did the guy look like sort of medium build, dark hair, bit scruffy? He's like, yeah, that's the guy. And Maybe the, the oh, smart thing would sorry. Maybe the smart thing would have been to pay them afterwards. Then you wouldn't have to pay the two that yeah, died. Yeah, you could have saved the cash. Or like half right. in front, half, anyway. Half sorry. now, half later. Yeah. So, then Allison's gone, that's, he's like, yeah, that is the guy. And Allison's like, was- the woman, she was like, this woman showed her the dust jacket of Vanya's book. And before the guy could answer, the, uh, Officer Cheddar pulled her aside and said, well, you're absolutely using me here. <laughs> yeah. And she's I'm really sorry. But you're this not is researching my sister. a role after all. She's, That's my sister. I'm really worried about her. That man's got her. And he goes, oh, all right. And they ask the question again. And at that point, a nurse comes in or a doctor and says- uh, sorry, but he's going to have more tests, so you're going to have to ask questions later. And they just said, okay, and left. <laughs> Surely it's like, just tell me, is it this the woman? Yeah. Yes or no? Just give us 30 it's seconds. So we- it was so weird that they gave up on that so quickly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was very clear, I guess, that it was her. So uh, I, let's go back to chronological. Where yeah, we so go? amongst all this, we see Diego is is stuck in jail. Um, uh, talking to his mate that that uh, locked him up as a suspect in the detective Chuck Beeman. Oh, is that his name? Great name. Um, yeah, that he's been locked up as a suspect for the murder of um his uh friend Eudora Patch, Detective Patch. 
Um, so he's stuck in jail. Um, we see uh, Leonard reading Sir Reggie's notes about Vanya's powers and then he's helping her train in the woods. So they do a bit of that. Um, they discover that it's, um, she remembers that during the fight, she was focusing on the sound of the truck engine. Um, and they start to sort of understand that it's related to sounds. If she focuses on a sound, she can sort of, uh, that sort of like reverberates in her or something and she can redirect that energy sort of a thing. They, they kind of work out that it's something to do with strong emotions that kind of enable her to uh, convert sounds into energy in some way. They, they sort of crack that, um, make a bit of progress there. Somehow Diego winds up back at the... Uh, Academy. Did you catch how he got out of jail? Did yeah. Miss that? Oh, yeah. So you you see how they shook hands. So he shook hands with Chuck Beeman, Diego, and Detective Chuck Beeman shook hands. That handshake wasn't any old handshake. After the handshake, Diego had the key in his hand. Oh, I totally missed that. Wow. Okay. I'm, I missed it, and then he had the key, and I've I've put that together, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm like, geez, that's a ballsy move from Detective Chuck. Right? Yeah, I feel like that's going to come back to bite him in the ass somehow. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> Surely there's cameras in the jail. Yeah. And um, even like, <laughs> even secretly handshaking a huge key <laughs> to the guy. I think it would, people are going to be like, hmm, he used a key to get out just after he shook <laughs> hands with Detective Chuck Beeman. Yeah, his friend. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway... So and and Diego knows that um, Diego knows where Allison was planning to be headed to that um to uh, what's his name Leonard's or the Harold's um, grandma's Nana's cabin in the woods cabin in the woods um, and so he, he he's he's still like we have to find he 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 talks to Klaus and five um, and uh, says we need to go track down Allison find her and uh, make sure she's okay um, dealing with this uh, murderer. I mean, he only killed one person and he was young and it was his dad and he did his time. Yeah. I don't know. He's probably all right. Anyway, um, they um, they find Luther at a bar. Luther's like basically quit. He's out. He's, he's uh, ready to just give up on everybody um, until Diego reminds him that Allison exists and that, uh, that she might potentially be in trouble. Yeah, he and he he takes a while to get to that point. Mm. <laughs> and Luther says, "Why didn't you lead with that?" <laughs> yeah, the woman you love is in a cabin with a psycho. Yeah. Why didn't you? Why, why have you taken five minutes to let me know that? <laughs> Something they also talked about earlier was um, they were they're like, "How did how did our dad know the apocalypse was coming?" Because Oh yeah. He killed himself to try to get us all together to stop the apocalypse happening. How did he even know it was going to happen? And that's not really clear either, is it? No, that is They're uh, like he can't time travel. How would he even know? Yeah, that's entirely unclear. I wonder if Sir Reggie has powers. Yes. I mean, he's got a figurine. We saw that in the last episode. Yeah. Shouldn't get them without powers. Maybe he works for maybe he works for the commission. Oh, he's a double agent. Well, he set up it and one of Maybe the- they've got a history. Maybe, I don't know. Because hmm. obviously there exists time travel. There, are, You know, the, in this world, there's the things that exist. And he um, is admittedly a somewhat eccentric uh, billionaire. I wouldn't be surprised if he's, he's dipped his toes into a bit of time travel. We do get a bit of uh, Sir Reggie in a flashback 
Oh, yeah. Training Vanya uh, in the early days when she's like four, I think. And, yeah. Um, and it's going okay. We're seeing that she's got pretty great powers. He's trying to, and we sort of see that the sound is important. He's using a tuning fork going ding and then getting her to shatter the right glass. Mm. Uh, but at, at one point, um, she goes a bit out of control, shatters all the glasses and Sir Reggie's monocle, yes, which is which sacrilegious. Scratches him on the face. Ah, So, he, call, he basically calls it a day. He's like, we're going to have a break from training you for a while. And he takes her into... Basically, like a holding cell. Yeah, it's like a bomb shelter or something. Like a yeah. big, like a lock, presumably downstairs, like underground sort of thing. Um, pretty, not not a very inviting sort of a place. No, it looks like she's been locked up basically, and it, it's, it's. I guess it's because Reggie's nervous about her powers. Yeah, but it's such a cold, weird way to deal with it. Yeah, I thought they were saying, I thought they were going to lock her up there to do more testing because it's like well, well she that's kind of what damage he down said, there. right? Well, he goes, yeah, this is a place that it's a secret place for where only you can play. But he was just tricking her because he was taking her to kid jail in his own house. Yeah, and this is where they start um, start giving her drugs. To I'm genuinely starting to think he's a bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely not going for dad of the year. Um, do they, are they the Father of the Year awards? Is that a thing? I in, don't know if that's in this universe. In any universe, uh, existing oh, any universe. universe. I'm not sure if that's. Um, they do Australian of the Year. Yeah, but yeah, some of them have probably been the same, dads. Is it? No, yeah, I think a lot no, of them. Would I have been guess dads. in some ways it isn't the same. <laughs> um, I mean, they do Father of the Year mugs. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you Maybe get a they're mug. the trophy that are given out because I. I don't know, I'm sure I've seen someone with one of those going around. And they must. I'll ask them when how they won it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, what else? Goes Tell you what, oh, there's those a bit- who I haven't seen with a Father of the Year mug, but he's original Hargraves. <laughs> no, not in the, not so far. But um, there's still two episodes. That's true. Might be revealed later. His Father of the Year mug. Um, I reckon this- he probably rigged it. If he did win it, he probably <laughs> bought off the judges. Well, yeah. Um. With his billions of dollars. Because what we've seen, he doesn't deserve to win that award. I don't think so. But also, but he does have a very, um, uh, he's, he's got a good public image. Um, oh, true. So, a lot of it's sort of just PR stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I think it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's more of a, um, more of a, a publicity thing. Mm. Not voted on by the children. Right. Anyway. The this is a this is a reasonably big plot point, right? That also happens here. Not only do they start giving Vanya drugs, but but uh, uh, Sir Reggie makes Alison make Vanya believe that she's ordinary. So by saying by saying I heard I heard a rumor that you are ordinary. Basically. Yes, and that is clearly Sir Reggie doing that. Who would you, who do you blame for that? Well, that's the thing. So so this. Um, uh, Alice. Th- we find this out as Alison is explaining this to Vanya. So, because as she's sort of having the flashback, uh, she walks in. So she walks in. Vanya is uh, making stuff happen. It's everything's right. going a bit weird as Alison walks into the cabin. Uh, yes, weird guy's not there. Leonard slash whatever his ha- other Harold, name is Harold Harold Jenkins Harold Peabody Jenkins. He's not there, 
And Allison goes, whoa, things are weird. What's making that happen? And Ven- Venya's like, oh, I'm making that happen. It's me. Yeah, that's right. Your ordinary little sister. Ain't so ordinary after all. And Allison's like, oh, cool. That's cool. And she's like, yeah, pretty cool, isn't it? And Allison's <laughs> like, yeah, that's amazing. She's yeah. like, yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? You're jealous. That kind of stuff. I mean, I'm probably turning it up a little bit. but uh, Yeah. It's basically what it was. And um, then Allison remembers that she was, she goes, oh, now I understand why I was made to do this. this and she clearly doesn't seem, like, happy about it. She's like, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. But Vanya does not take it well. Vanya blames Allison. She's like, yeah, you're jealous. You're jealous that I'm more powerful than you. Yeah. You She's like, she, she blames her for making her feel ordinary all these years. Like it's, which I mean, she is responsible for that. But Vanya's just like, you ruined my life. Like, yeah. Um, she's very, very angry. And uh, it's a very big, um, uh, very big moment. They're very mm. uh, emotional. It t- from from my point of view, I'm blaming Reggie. Oh yes, he, I he, I'm not blaming four year old Allison for that, but I guess you know it's a it's a highly charged moment. Maybe Vanya's not seeing things all that clearly at that time. She's also in the middle of a, like one of her rage things where she's making stuff go crazy. Yeah, I I, I suppose because it is linked to emotions, right? And the drugs that she's taking has been taking are like anti-anxiety meds, right? So yeah, I, I guess uh, she it it's reasonable to think that she's probably more anxious than other people. Like that's the sort of trade-off to her right. power is that she, she you know she can sort of channel her emotions into this this energy um, energy wave or whatever you want to call it. But it but. Generally, she seems to carry more anxiety. But, I mean, it doesn't help that she's been, you know, her upbringing yeah. doesn't help either. Her whole life, I mean, she's basically tortured by her dad. Yeah. Locked up in a cell. Uh, yeah. And her dad wasn't that good. Like, he was a bad dad anyway. Because <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I mean, he's done that to all the, you know, it feels like most of them he's done something awful to. And that's why most of them hate him. Yes. That's correct. Uh, now even Luther probably because he has the seminar at the moon for no real reason. But yeah, anyway, so Luther hung on for a while. She's she's building up this rage, Vanya. And Vanya's like, get out of here. And and Allison's like, no, I I'm here to take you away because uh, y- your man Leonard's actually Harold Jenkins, the guy who killed his dad. And she's like, I love him. There's a lot to take in right now. <laughs> and Allison's like, we've got to go. And Vanya's like, I don't want to. I've got to think. Let me think. And then she's getting out. And then that it's revealed that the reason why she didn't know she had powers was directly related to Allison. So she's getting angry. And Allison says, don't make me do it. And Vanya is still angry. So... Allison finally speaks those words we've been waiting to hear. <laughs> Haven't we? I was like, when's she going to drop the bomb? It's coming. This episode's nah. named it now. We know what's happening. And she says, I heard a rumor. And then Vanya uses her powers to slit her throat. Yeah. With Whoa. her violin bow, is it? Is that what? Yeah, I guess so. But so, like, it doesn't leave her hand. 
and it, she's too far away for the violin bow to actually do it directly, right? Yeah, it's definitely with so, the it's powers. So, sort of like some yeah. extension of the violin bow. Yeah. Anyway, I was like, whoa, that's Yeah, that was on. huge. I did not see that coming. I don't know what, I, I guess Alison was going to say something like, that you calmed the fuck down or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Vanya did not want to hear that. Anyway, she instantly, and- like, to, uh, Alison's, you know, her throat's been cut and, and Vanya instantly is, like, Taking it, it back broke what her she's the done spell and- on herself, and she yeah. went over and um and was going, "No, what have I done?" Sort of stuff. And then in that moment, Harold Jenkins slash Leonard Peabody comes in with a big grin on his face, like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he I couldn't this stop himself from smiling." For- yeah, isn't that amazing? Like, fucking he hell, smiling like that's gonna look bad if she turns around. Yeah, and then, and he doesn't it like he just goes straight into. Hey, you did what you had to do. Yeah. <laughs> what? And he's like, we got to go. He's grabbing her violin and all this stuff, pulling her out the door. And Vanya's like, no, but he, she goes with him. Yeah, yeah. And Allison's left there to sort of gargle to death, bleeding out on the floor in the cabin in the woods. Yeah. Uh, but. Yes. The rest of the family aren't too far away and they arrive while she's still alive. Her eyes are still moving, but she's in a massive pool of blood. Yeah, yeah. And Luther, I don't reckon he's done any sort of first aid or whatever because he just lifts her up. (laughs) He gets under and he's hugging her, lifting her, which makes like the the weight of her head is falling back a little bit, which can't be good for the the gash. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 the instinct's got to be call an ambulance or five, zap her to a hospital. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. The, they should the do rest that. Of the, the, the rest of the family was standing back looking. Yeah. It's like, what's going on here? So, Reggie should have- Someone needs to snap into action. <laughs> you used to be a superhero team. He should have taught them first aid. Just needed to do- well, They just, just weren't basic. doing anything practical at all. <laughs> Luther is- Yeah, he's making it worse and the others aren't doing anything. It's, it was- what a what a strange scene. Um, so a couple a couple of um, uh, side notes as um, as they as as Vanya and Leonard or Harold Jenkins flee, we do see that um, under a tarp or something at the cabin, there oh, is the body yes. of the third man who was in the the fight outside the restaurant. So he's been taken care yeah, of. Yeah, so Leonard um, takes people out. That's something he's done the whole way through. Yeah. He took out the first chair violinist we saw. We don't see him taking them out. We just sometimes have bodies revealed under bits of plastic. Yeah, I do wonder here. I, I, yeah, I wonder how he's um, knocking these people off. Um, but I guess they're, you know, they're just regular people. So taken by surprise and uh, he's got the upper hand. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, so a couple of other things, the, um, the storyline with Hazel and Cha-Cha, we do see a, bit, a little bit of Cha-Cha in this episode. She goes to the donut shop on the front door. There's a, a note from Agnes saying she's closed the business. Um, uh, something about life. Well, what did that note say? 
Oh, I didn't even see it. Oh, it's like the um, ah, oh, I don't know. Life is great. I've got to go see it. Or, I don't know something like that. Something uh, nice and uplifting. Something about the great outdoors or something. Yeah. Um, and then so she breaks in, and she finds, unfortunately, a little pamphlet <laughs> with a red circle around a destination they're heading to. It's like, yeah. oh, that's the worst thing you could have left behind. <laughs> So, uh, oh, the other worst thing they left behind is there's don't there's so many donuts they left behind. Can you believe oh, it? Oh yeah, what are they I just going to go stale? That she wasn't surely to make that seem more realistic. Cha Cha grabs a donut and keeps <laughs> searching with one in her mouth, hands yeah. free, taking a bite as required. <laughs> so many donuts. I didn't realize that. I for some reason I just assumed that Agnes worked there that it wasn't her right business. But uh, yeah, I guess it's her business and and um. Yeah, I guess she left in a hurry. Didn't even have time to. Pack she up had some donuts. said that she makes all the donuts. She serves. Yeah, I that's true. Got the feeling that it was her place. Yeah. Okay. Would have been clear if it was called Agnes's, not Gritty's. Yeah, that's a good point. Are we Gritty's. to assume that Agnes's nickname is Gritty? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Maybe. Her full name apparently is uh, Agnes Roffa. So Agnes Gritty uh-huh. Roffa. That's pretty <laughs> right. cool. Maybe she, I, she must have bought it off somebody and then just didn't change the name. I looked her up and she's a she's a really famous actor in Canada, apparently. Oh, really? And she's got a, a very extensive uh, discography or filmography. Oh, yeah. Um, not a lot of things I've heard of. She was in Die Hard 2. Uh-huh. And then she's in a lot of, you know, TV, Canadian TV shows and a, a heap of movies. But she's an award-winning actor. And, um, yeah, that's kind of cool. I can't remember who she was in Die Hard 2. Well, I, I know her character was Samantha Coleman, but yeah, right. I haven't seen that film in a while. But, yeah, I think she's so great. She's so fan. great. And she seeing her um, seeing her on the lamb, not on the lamb, that's when you're running away from authority or something, isn't it? She's sort of she's not a- aware that they're on the run at all. No, but, I mean, but seeing her- he kind um, of is. Seeing her, like, free, like, le- left the job and stuff, she's like, yeah. her hair isn't up anymore. She's like, oh, she looks like a new new woman. Um, I love the shot they she when- looks younger actually when when she's uh out with uh Hazel. The weight of the world's off her shoulders. So yeah. she they get to the first stop, some sort of hotel, and where this we, we skipped over all this, but um he's sort of having second thoughts. He says to her, if you had anywhere if you only had two days to live, where would you go? And she asks like practical questions like, Well, I mean does that include travel time? What kind yeah. of rules apply here? And he's like, I guess one day to travel and one day to enjoy it. And she goes, well, that's easy. Anywhere with you. It's like, oh, my God, Aww. you're the best, Agnes. <laughs> Be my girlfriend, Agnes Gritty. Yeah. But then, um, and then they have a hug outside and they just have a close-up of her feet <laughs> going on yeah. tiptoes. Like, I don't, they, I don't know why they, I don't even know why they did that shot and, and why it stood out yeah. to me. They it cut was like back a to her feet as well. Kind of shot, I think. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, all of that was just very sweet. And um, but yeah, Hazel decides he needs to. He's got unfinished business. He needs to take care of something. And, and I um, didn't know what that was. And now that you've said it, it's you reckon it's just go back and kill Chacha. He's well, like, yeah, I think so. Unless he's got some other plan to stop the world from ending. Oh, that, that's got to be it, right? That's got to be know. it. Otherwise. He wouldn't be talking like that because he he can outrun Charcha for two days. Yeah, yeah, I guess he could. I mean, he doesn't know that she's on their trail as closely as she is. 
She yeah, didn't know that there was a map. that gritty left behind step-by-step <laughs> details under a list saying how to catch Hazel. Um, yeah, so I wonder I wonder if um, my, my initial thought, yeah, was that he was going to go after Cha-Cha and finish that whole thing. Um, or, But, yeah, now I'm thinking maybe it's more about the the end of the world. Maybe he's got some other trick up I his honestly sleeve. I can't remember, but- because there's no suitcase, right? Because th- that would make sense if he was going to go find the suitcase, but that's been destroyed. Yeah. Because he might be like, we could travel back in time. Yeah. Or, but I mean, maybe- They he don't can, have any ability to do that. He might be able to call the commission. I think that he maybe still has the ability to get the um, the, hand- the handler, is it? The- yeah, Chelsea Handler. <laughs> but why- Because she's dead. Is she? she- uh, no, she's not. Oh, I don't is know. Is she dead? Yeah, didn't they so have she a gun? Got blown didn't up. They f- yeah, she was blown up, and so did all the suitcases. But I guess he doesn't know that. Yeah. May- oh, that would be know. annoying if that's his plan. <laughs> that would be very annoying. Oh. Ugh, what a drag. Well, instead, instead of um, prolonging my life with Agnes, the best lady in the world, yeah. I've just lost a day of it. I feel- with bloody travel time. <sighs> yeah. I feel like whatever he's doing is not a not as good a use of time as just spending time with Agnes. Yeah. Um, that's the lesson he learns in the end. He learns it the hard way. Probably. I'm yeah. still, I'm, well, I'm was, crossing my fingers. Good episode. Yeah, I'm crossing my fingers that it'll end nicely for Hazel and Agnes. Yes. Oh, that most importantly. I mean, to <laughs> a lesser extent, <laughs> Lieutenant Chatter. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't lose his job by <laughs> by bringing along a movie star. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so- <laughs> Well, the two songs that were featured in this were great. Stormy Weather by Etta Jane, Etta uh-huh. James and Mad About You by Hoover Phonic, who I- And there's something about that song. I'm like, this song is so up Evan's alley. What was I right? It's sort of a trip-hop-ish song. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was kind of cool. a trip-hop fan. That was kind of cool. They like, um, they like literal songs in this show. Um, yeah. What was the first one? Uh- Stormy weather. Yeah, when, and that when it was during stormy weather when she was driving. And other just like uh, dan- dancing in the moonlight, those sort of things. Like, oh, yeah, that's literally what's happening. They just typed the uh, scene description into Spotify. It's like, that'll do. I've just looked up um, the Hoover Phonic song, just and it's, they're a Belgian band. This is the, the song Mad About 2000. You song. Yeah. I'm mad about you. <laughs> the, the sitcom theme song. I couldn't remember yeah. where it went, but <laughs> apparently this song got to 146 on the Australian charts. Wow, way up there. But it got to the top 10 in Italy. Huh. It was I reckon it was like a Triple J hit here though. Oh yeah. I don't I didn't recognize it at all. But it sounds uh. cool. They've listed the genre as dream pop, ambient, slash trip hop. Yeah, right. Trip hop, it yeah, just, it sounds It like just felt like alley. it was your kind of tune. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it's a good a real good good song. Man, uh, I also hope, been um, featured yes. on the soundtracks of Driven, New Best Friend, a lot of A Lot Like Love, and an episode of CBS's Cold Case. Ooh. Okay. It's a good soundtrack song. Yeah. I uh, I hope that I want Alison to live. 
I don't know. It's not looking good for her, especially with the the first aid capabilities of her family there. Yeah. Um, well, in I just noticed on the uh, the fandom page, it finishes. It really jumps over that scene a fair bit. What? It just says this is all it says about the brothers arriving. Allison's brothers arrive to find her bleeding out on the floor of the cabin and desperately try to save her life. I don't know what you think people <laughs> desperately trying to save someone life. Someone's life looks like fandom. <laughs> but that ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> Am I remembering it wrong? No, I, I think you're right. I remember looking I... at Five and Diego and that just standing like, oh, it's just like, what are you What are you doing? It's, it's yeah, no. It's more You've of all a- got superpowers. <laughs> Figure something out. <laughs> It's more of a. It's just a dramatic moment, you know. Yeah. They all they they um they embrace. I'm guessing they're they... gonna skip the the practical scene of however they deal with it in between now and the next episode starting. Do they have phones? Do they carry mobile phones? Do we see that? Um, Alice, oh, we see them using pay phones. Yeah, I don't remember seeing a mobile phone. But geez, it feels like they should have mobile phones. They're also they're in a house, which I imagine would have a phone. Yeah, like um when. Patch had to call Diego. Didn't she use the phone over the counter? And she, she did. called and she called his phone at the boxing ring. Oh uh, yeah. When surely maybe there they are no just... maybe there are no mobile phones in this world. Yeah. That's weird. It is weird because they do make things a lot easier or harder to harder to get away with stuff if you're like, why didn't they just call each other? Oh, there's no mobile phones yeah. in this world. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. What a strange thing. I haven't noticed that before. No, I think that's why they they love to make films set in the past is because you get rid of all that sort of yeah. It's just convenient trouble. for the plot. Why don't they, they just look just... it up on the internet? Yeah, um, I mean it's not that hard to get around. Just go. Oh, there's no bars here. We're in a cabin yeah. in the woods. Yeah, yeah. There's no reception. Wow. She, well, what does she say when she's a police officer and he's in town at a boxing yes. ring? Well, he could just ignore it. People ignore their phones. I ignore their phone, my phone all the yeah. time. They could just have it ring out somewhere. My or battery's flat. Or he throws it against the room in rage at some point or, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's a classic one. That's classic Diego sort of manoeuvre. Yeah. Uh, what, what kind of rating do you give this episode out of bananas? Uh, I mean, this is it feels ridiculous that we're rating these episodes. It just <laughs> feels like, I mean, you can if you want to, but I think, I think maybe it makes a, more sense. It's to been it. a pretty steady high. Yeah, same. This is it's been a good one. There's lots of stuff going on. Um I think just yeah, as a as a series overall, it um it, it started slow and it's been pretty it's been a going a pretty good clip for the last handful of episodes. Um it's for me it's just it's just how they're gonna bring it home. Is is mm. it gonna there's two more episodes? Are they gonna come up with a, a satisfying conclusion or is it gonna be some stupid cliffhanger that season two? Endings are so hard. It's <laughs> yeah. the hardest. It's so I rarely feel satisfied with endings of books or movies or TV shows or sketches. Like it's really hard to nail an ending. So um, I really wish I could remember how this one ends. <laughs> well, no, actually, I'm glad I can't because yeah, no, it's, it's great that means you get to enjoy it again. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what happens with Allison. Like these are the kind of things I'm like, how do I not remember that? I've remembered a throat getting slit. And then I'm like, what happens after that? I just can't remember her from here on in. Or I, or I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, well, I guess we'll find out soon. What the happens other thing with about doing this- Is this like- Is this like- Right. Is, is that, that this it her for crossing her? over to be- Yeah. The, is she, she becoming the evil 
you their can't, evil nemesis. How do you redeem yourself from that? Yeah. From from cutting your sister's throat. That is. Yes. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I guess everyone would understand that she didn't mean to do it. But, man, that's 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 got to be. Uh, oh. If especially if Alison doesn't survive it. Awkward Christmas uh, from now on. Which, what was your read of it? You hope that she does survive, but did it sort of seems like, I mean, she's bleeding out on the ground and they're not doing anything to save her, so. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I thought she was dead when they walked in. Right, but you said I reckon her I, eyes moved. I didn't catch that, but you said that. But they were sort of twitched. Yeah, right. I think it's, I'd, I, I think it's ambiguous as to how this is going to pan out. But you I, know what? I, I thought she's a goner. That's a very good point. If she's dead, then obviously they reacted as you would. You're stunned. She's gone. We can't save her. But you just if said in the fandom thing that they desperately try to save her life. Which yeah, they, no, would, would they write I- that if she was already dead? I don't know. We'll find out next episode, I'm sure. We'll yes. uh, get a bit more clarity around her condition, dead or otherwise. But yeah, I, I quite... Apart from her... Like, she she was being weirdly nosy about Vanya and her life. Like, I think Vanya would have been much more likely to take on the info when she came, when she actually had proof, if she hadn't been just sort of vaguely saying, I got a bad feeling about this guy that's real nice to you. Yeah. Or if she made more of an effort to just be a sister, you know, to care about yeah. things, you know, that just didn't really... But- spend any time together other than uh, Alison accusing her boyfriend of Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah, evil. we really should catch up. I've got something to say. <laughs> I think your boyfriend's a psycho. <laughs> Based on what? Bit of a hunch. <laughs> you look happy. I don't like it. You can sort of understand why Vanya is like Yeah. Yeah, you you don't you don't like seeing me happy. Mm. Um Anyway, we've got some feedback and questions and stuff from listeners. If you want, if you're listening right now and you want to give us a comment or a question, or Evan is, I mean, you can direct them straight to me if you want. You don't have to go through the process. But everyone else, there's a link in the show notes below. Click on that and you can give us a question or a message or whatever. If it's about a particular episode coming up, we've got a few specific ones to this episode uh, this week. And there's a little box there you can choose the particular episode. Uh, that means makes it easy for me to read out the appropriate message on the appropriate episode. So no spoilers, no spoilers, including for me. So I don't read ahead <laughs> these ones. Um, this first one's from Siraj, who I think we heard from on a recent. Episode. Oh yeah, the Donut King. He is the Donut <laughs> King. He's from Macau, uh, where he says where closed borders means i haven't been more than seven kilometers from my apartment in the last six months not bitter at all wow (laughs) yeah we did have a period here where we were able to get outside our 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 immediate uh, sort of immediate vicinities but yeah at the moment a a couple of months now we've been nearly a couple of months we've been having to stay within 5ks uh anyway siraj writes I'm also catching up on season one of Primates and just listening listen to the Umbrella Academy episode. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, Caspade yeah. made a good point about agency. During the day that wasn't, Vanya realizes Leonard's manipulating her when she finds the uh, Reginald Hardgrave's book slash diary. In the new timeline, Alison confronts her with the Leonard Harold reveal 
which then leads to the clash. Five has a lot to answer for. Oh. Right. Oh, because, yes, because five reverses all that. It means right. that, um, yeah, none of this would have happened because she would have found, she realized what he'd done in the day that wasn't. Yes. Yeah, right. Okay. Interesting. Um, this all would have gone a different way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Swaraj says, P.S. Cha-Cha looks wistful when Hazel says something about what you needed being in front of you. So maybe a bit of jealousy of Agnes too. Oh, yeah. Which is what you suggested, Evan. And another listener tweeted mm. at us something similar, that they agreed with you that Cha-Cha might have thought that speech in the last episode was about her. Yeah. And then was upset when she realized it wasn't. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Thank you very much for that message, Siraj, and all your Patreon supporting over the, the years. Uh, you can support this show on Patreon at patreon.com slash pod. You support this show as long as, as well as uh, Dugon, Book Cheat, and my music podcast, Listen Now, where we're going through the albums of the 80s this season, which has been fun. Um, Evan featured on a recent episode about Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, snuck in right at the end of the 80s. Yes. Like me. Uh, yeah, you just snuck in, snuck in under the under the wire. Yeah, April um, 1989. This week's episode of Do Go On was a great story that Dave told us about a, an incident between North Korea and South Korea, and it was just about a tree, a bit of gardening, <clears throat> and it almost kicked off World War Three. It was a wild story. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, check that out if that sounds interesting to you uh, on the Do Go On podcast. What a teaser. Sweet tease. Uh, the next message is from Isaac Robichow from Wilmington in North Carolina, which is actually where <laughs> Michael Jordan played his college basketball. Oh. If we were on a different podcast, I'd give you a real fun <laughs> fact right now, but alas, we are not. So, Isaac writes, uh, the world is still on track to end in a few episodes. What are mm. your guys' theories on how the world will end or how it will be prevented or evaded, considering there is a second season of the show? Love the podcast. Well, I Thank um, you very much, Isaac, for the question. Yeah, I, I, as I was saying earlier on, my bet is still that it's um, it's a clash between uh, the, the two sides being Vanya and uh, Harold Jenkins on one side and the rest of the family on the other side. Um Certainly, the situation with Alison uh, is just going to cause more of a rift between the two parties. Uh, and obviously, I see Alison, ha- sorry, Vanya clearly has a lot of power. We don't know the extent of her power. I don't know if she has enough power to, to destroy, you know, to cause the apocalypse. So, I'm not, I, I still don't know exactly what happens, but I'm, I'm feeling like that's the clash. Maybe something to do with the, um, with the commission getting involved in some way, yeah. Of. Well, that's what I was thinking because at the moment the commission has gone very quiet. Yeah, wasn't really heard from in this episode, and I'd almost forgotten about them. But they're a whole, uh, there's a whole bureaucracy that is hell bent on this apocalypse happening. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, but also, are they? Is it is it like against the rules or something for them to get involved? Like the 
they couldn't cause something like this, right? Right. It's because no. if it's supposed, if if, if it, they want it to happen because it's supposed to happen or whatever, yes, right? Yes, yes. So if right. they if if it happens because they made it happen, then that's I don't know. That feels like a, a different thing. So I'm not, I'm not sure. If, yeah, um, no, that's a good point. So it was going to happen anyway, and it's always happened. They're just making sure that it still happens. I guess so. And then also, Which there's also this unanswered trip. question about Sir Reggie and how did he know that it was coming? Yeah, if indeed he did. So. It's look. There's still a lot of unanswered questions, but um, but yeah, I, I feel like the crux of it is going to be this this rift between Vanya and the rest of the family. And it I feel feels like, like Vanya's going to explode or something. Yeah, uh, but I don't know how it gets prevented. Yeah, because I'm almost at the point where like they want to kill. So five wants to kill. Um, Harold Jenkins and it's almost feeling like if they did that now that's what would cause Vanya to blow up because right. I think she's just she loves him right yeah, Kill- killing him would co- if, if she's the catalyst then that could that could cause this whole thing to go off if, if, if they killed him but then also he needs to be protected in order for the world to end apparently according to the Commission. So I'm not sure. I don't know. Mm. There's enough. There's a, a yeah. I don't know. I, I just got to keep watching. Gotta keep watching. Oh, um. Then the next one comes. I just I'm like, oh, Siraj has dropped another message, but it's just a repeat of his first one. Ah. Siraj, we get it. All right. <laughs> I could read. I was about to read it out again, but <laughs> I think we got it. Uh, and then Elijah from Sydney writes, really enjoying having the pod back. Oh. Thank you very much, Elijah. That's very nice. I was wondering if you guys had a one-time use of the I had a rumor ability that would be, oh, if you had one, what would your rumor be? A very mundane rumor that came to mind for me would be to receive a lifetime supply of Portuguese chicken burgers because that's my favorite food. And no matter how hard, and no matter how I try, I can't recreate the same at home. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Endless supply of food. I, I mean, I don't. What's the extent of your powers? Like, is that you going to the restaurant and going? Hey, I heard a rumor that you're going to give me a lifetime supply. I guess it can only work. You can only manipulate people, right? You can't just go to a chicken burger. Hey, I heard a rumor that <laughs> you. Once I've eaten you, you'll be replaced with another chicken burger. That that's unlikely, right? Uh, that's unlikely. Because I, I, I was my thought was like, yeah, hey, I heard a rumor that I'd eat these chicken burgers every day, and it would not <laughs> affect my health in any way. But you probably can't. No, you can't trick your you body that. in that way. I wonder if you can. Can I reckon? Oh, I wonder if you can talk to animals. I wonder if you could have a sway over them. Oh. Because um, uh. If I could tell my dog to shut up at night and uh, let us sleep through the night, that would be pretty great. Right. I heard a rumor that you shut up, little dog. <laughs> I'd be a bad parent if I had that ability. I'd be just like I wonder like if Allison. you could go, I heard a rumor, Evan, that you- You say this into the mirror. I heard a rumor, Evan, mm-hmm. that hearing dogs bark makes you really put at ease and feel- um, feel good and peaceful 
Yeah, I mean, if you could use it on yourself, that would be that'd be good, because I have not good discipline, um, and so yeah, if I could if I could just say, I heard a rumor, Evan, that uh, <laughs> that you went for a run every day and ate really well, you know, that just form good habits, yeah, um, just force them onto myself. That would be. That'd be a pretty pretty good one, but I reckon she probably can't right. do that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the yeah. It's a, this is a tricky one. Elijah's one is basically stealing from a small business as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Honestly, Elijah, you probably should be a bit ashamed that of is that. Ethically dubious, but <laughs> ethically my version of very that, dubious. My version of that was going to be free donuts. Because that oh, that's the yeah. dream, but also you cannot you can straight away see see my problem that if I was going to use it on myself, it'd be trying to give myself <laughs> the discipline to eat healthy. But if I don't have that ability, then it's straight for the donuts every day. Oh, maybe if we've both got one, why we don't could we use do it on, each, on other. each other? Yes, that yes. would totally work. And uh, maybe I'd use a similar one. Hey, yeah. Could it, could it be, hey, this is what you said to me. Hey, Matt, I heard a rumor that you're, you're super disciplined. You finish everything you set your mind to. You exercise every day. You eat well. You're happy. You're kind to everyone. And you're yeah, a I wonder how many person. you can just string together. Yeah. <laughs> you just have a sentence that never ends, a lot of commas. It's and like wishing really- for more wishes, isn't it? I don't know if that's yeah. allowed. <laughs> Until you draw breath, this all counts. Yeah, yeah, I just oh you and I heard a rumor you live a really good life and you're very nice to everyone and you're happy and you feel good and you're very giving and polite and you don't let um anyone down and you always feel you know, it's basically I'm saying I'm I'd be using it to make myself a better person. Yeah, it's just Maybe that's all you need to say. I heard a rumor that you're you're the best person you can be. That sounds pretty good. So, we'd just use that on each other then. Yeah. There's a lot of trust there. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> you could- I could And do I, I snap out of it <laughs> and you've made me like draw a dick on my face. <laughs> oh, <You'd>, damn it. <laughs> no, you'd, you'd make me the best I can be and then I'd just go for the donuts every day. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess it didn't work because the yours didn't work because I'd be a bad person for doing that. I don't know. No, but it's the best person you can be. Maybe your potential <laughs> was never that high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you so much for that, Elijah. Um, really, in the end, I think yours is, is better and far more succinct <laughs> than ours. Uh, if we have some time for some others, we got so many early on that I... I'm still going back through ones from a few weeks ago. This one comes from Ross, who lives in Stoke-on-Trent in the United Kingdom. Hmm. He writes, Hey, guys, I think it would be cool if you looked into the powers of the characters, especially the differences between the show and the comic. I think Diego can control any projectile, um, which we know for knives, but he says in season two you see the other projectiles as well. And also apparently- Can he control bullets? I wonder. Or is that too too, too fast? I'm not sure, but I guess that I guess uh, Ross's point is that we should look into it, and maybe 
for the next episode, I'll see if I can find an article that compares the two and we can go into that. Yeah. I mean, I could do that right now, but maybe I'll do it in between now and then so I'm not. <laughs> anyway. Um... <laughs> we can do it later. But, yeah, there are, there's some of them. Some are clearer than others. Like, obviously, Allison's is pretty straightforward. Um, but like, we but still... we're not sure about bonus ones because oh, Ross says ones. that Diego apparently can also hold his breath forever if he wants. Yeah, right. So that's a um, weird sort of secondary power that hasn't seemed to have come up yet. And there's also stuff like we we don't know the apparently don't know the full potential of Klaus's ability, yeah. according to Sir Reggie. We also don't. I I I was a, I I sort of gleamed that. He was immortal or couldn't die because of the oh, torture. I didn't pick he that sort up, of, but you're right. Yeah, he, he sort of he was laughed tortured. off the water torture and that. Yeah, so it, it seems like maybe he can't die, or at least not from those sort of traditional means. But He's then he did aging. die, didn't he? In the last episode, when he hit his head and he went to uh, heaven. Yeah. See, yeah, that's interesting. So, I, yeah, so some of these powers are a bit unclear. I'm not sure exactly what the what the rules are with these, but maybe the comics are a bit clearer about exactly what they can do. But yes, we should we should definitely look into that and do a bit of a comparison. Yeah, I'll try and re- remember that for next week. One of us has to remember, Evan. All right. I heard a rumor you remembered to <laughs> look this up before next week. Uh, uh, Ross has a little addendum to his. I don't know if I'm using that word right, but he has a an extra little bit of info here on his message. It says Stoke on Trent doesn't get many mentions anywhere, so got to make you aware of some famous people from Stoke. <laughs> Uh, Robbie Williams, oh wow, who he's written as a singer and was in Take That. Big, he's probably bigger here than anywhere, I reckon. Robbie he's Williams huge. is a massive star in Australia. Yeah, Lemmy from Motorhead, another huge <laughs> star, god of metal and hard rock. Slash, apparently, he was born in Stoke on Trent. I always thought huh. of him as an American. Yeah, he must have moved over young. Or is he English? No, he's a. Is it? Anyway. Uh, world's strongest man, Eddie Hall. Hmm. So Stanley Matthews, who Ross calls the goat. I wonder in what field. Hmm. Does he does he ring a bell, Sir Stanley Matthews? No. Uh, Captain Edward Smith, captain of the Titanic. Ah, oh, okay. It's a good cool one. Uh, he says, "Sorry for the long list, but people don't know where Stoke is, so we end up just saying somewhere between Manchester and Birmingham." <laughs> anyway, love the podcast. Keep up the good work and stay safe, guys. Thank oh, you so thanks. much, Ross. Let me quickly look up who Sir Stanley Matthews is. Uh, any guesses? Uh, eccentric billionaire. Uh, he was an English footballer who played on the outside right. Oh, often okay. regarded as one of the greatest players of the British game. He was the only player to have been knighted while still playing football, as well as being the first winner of both the European Footballer of the Year and the Football Writers Association Footballer of the Year. Matthew's nicknames included the Wizard of the Dribble and the Magician. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard of the Dribble. Wizard of the Dribble. What a That's great nickname. What a title. So he played... Uh, I guess he played... He was born in 1915. So, he played from 32 to 65. What? Huh. <laughs> played for 33 wow. years. That's a wild career. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's why he's a cool. legend. Oh, that feels like I should have known him, Stanley Matthews. Hmm. Thank you for bringing him to our attention, Ross. Uh, The GOAT. 
the, the football goat. Uh, do you want another one, Evan? Sure. This one's from Daniel in Glasgow. Glasgow. Daniel writes, Glasgow. Daniel, the home of uh, Jimmy Barnes. Ah. The great cold chisel front man. Daniel writes, hello, Matt and Evan. So glad to have Primates back. My question is, if you could have any of the Umbrella Academy members' powers, whose would you want? Oh, we talked about this the other week. Yeah. I wonder if we'll stick, if we even remember or we'll stick to what we said. It says, P.S., if you pick Luther's super strength, it comes at the cost of getting his gorilla body as well. <laughs> uh, uh, is that meant to be a negative or a positive, Daniel? That doesn't sound like a cost, <laughs> more like a bonus. I I reckon I would go for the Allison one. I heard a rumor because I just really want donuts all the time. Right. And that's the way to get them. I I think we talked about this last time, how dangerous that would be and how much <laughs> yeah. we would end up becoming so lazy <laughs> if we had a power like that. Yeah. But I think that's kind of true of all of them. I'm so, I'm going to... I'm going to go with Luther and his gorilla body. He sold me. Daniel sold me with <laughs> the addition of getting a gorilla body. And that's also one that you can't really, you can't abuse and become withered in yourself because you're relying on a power. I guess so. Uh, let's do one more. This is from Liz Lefeffer. Liz Lefever. Sorry, Liz. I've said your name a lot on various podcasts and hopefully I <laughs> accidentally got it right one time. Yeah. <laughs> Liz Lefever. Liz Lefever. Liz Lefever. From McKinney in Texas. Liz writes, so happy that you're back. Thanks, Liz. I can't wait to hear you discuss season two, which might even be better than season one. Oh, that's sizzle. Wow, yeah. That's great news. Uh, I really loved you talking about the music in the episodes as they are such an important mood setter for the show. Keep up the great work. Love the pod and love you guys. Even though Evan has crazy opinions like what? Andy is the best primate and Hargraves <laughs> not being eccentric. <laughs> I just mean he didn't look eccentric. I mean, that is now, I reckon that is up there with, <laughs> it's an equally wild opinion that you have. <laughs> okay. Andy is the best primate and now... <laughs> Reggie Hargrave is not actually eccentric because he never wore a funny hat. I mean, there just aren't that many billionaires. So, to be able to say one is more eccentric than another, you know, there's not a, you know. There's no standard system. Yeah, what do you call an average billionaire? I mean, the, the, the standard of eccentricity has got to be pretty high, right? More than your average person. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the more you've got to know him, you're not feeling... Swayed at all? Uh, he puts his kids in cells. Yeah, I. I Is that still, eccentric? Uh, I don't know. I think that's just bad. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, let me relook up what eccentric means. I thought it was mistreating your kids. <laughs> all right. Let's do one more then. Right. While you're looking that up, this is from Jubilee in Canada, who writes, "Hello to the primest of mates. It's been lovely hearing your voices again." I'm really enjoying hearing your deep dive in one of my favorite TV shows. Thanks, Jubilee. I was wondering who your most and least favorite Hargrave siblings were. I think your favorite Hargrave says a lot about you, lol. <laughs> 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 All right, before I, I let you know who Ju I'll read the last bit after because Jubilee's put their favorite down. Um, do we need to go through them again? Number one's Luther. 
I I really like Luther, but he is pretty. I mean, he's pretty dull. Yeah, I don't think Luther for me. I don't think he's a particularly he's interesting honest. Sort I of like person. that about. He's not interesting, but he's honest. You feel like you know what you're getting from him. Yeah. Uh, then Diego's kind of the bad boy. He's the he's the brooding bad boy. He's if you will, he's the Ryan from the OC. I didn't watch the uh, OC, but I get what you mean. I can t- I know for I can gather from what you've said. He's there. the Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, and then you've got oh, why do I start this number three? Is that Klaus? <laughs> uh, is he four? No, no. I think Allison's number three. The rumor. Uh, I really like Allison a lot. I think she's my favorite so far. Then number four is Klaus, who I also think is great. He's so much fun and. I think he's getting a spin-off show, and I think that's because he is definitely one of the standout characters. Yeah. Uh, then number five is also brilliant in his own way. Yeah, I've, I think he's a bit annoying though, right? He's he is a bit he is annoying because he's like a no know it all. Yeah, guy. He's not a very likable character, really. But he's been alive for a lot longer than the rest, and he's made him jaded. He lived by himself for many decades. Yeah, he probably would have been a bit of fun when he was younger. Yeah. Um, then you've got uh, Ben, who's dead, who I really like as well. I think Ben's great. We don't know heaps about him because he's featured a little less, but I think he's he's funny. I like mm. his interactions with Klaus. Yeah, and then Vanya's number seven. Who, yeah, I, I yeah, I'm not. I don't mind her, but um, she's going through a lot of stuff. <laughs> And it's hard when when someone's blindly trusting the arch villain of the series. You're like, there are times where you're like, come on, yeah. I wish you could just see who he really was, but she's got no reason to at this point. No, he's been very nice. He's been great. He's to been her. polite. Um, yeah, a very supportive boyfriend. So no, I can see, um, yeah, why uh, her point of view there. I don't know who I like the most. May I? <sighs> They I all think have, I'm going to say Klaus. They all have flaws, except yeah. maybe Luther, and that makes him boring. Um, What's Ben's flaw? He's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> can't get more flawed that, than that. That is the most fatal of the flaws. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, me, uh, Klaus is the most fun. Yeah. Maybe Klaus. Yeah, I think I'm going to say Klaus too, but I, I, they've all got definite pros and cons. And, yeah, they've all got episodes where they're the best character almost, I reckon. Mm. Uh, okay, so Jubilee goes on to say, uh, my favourite is Klaus. Hey. Uh, probably because I'm be a, a popular one, yeah. for a flamboyant angsty boys with daddy issues. And <laughs> I cosplay him a lot because dressing up as a character with a fun character design who you strongly relate to is the best feeling in the world. Ah, oh, sick. Oh, that's nice great. Nice one, Jubilee. Yeah. Lovely. I wonder if Jubilee is familiar with the work of the actor who plays uh, uh, the donut lady, <laughs> Agnes Roffer, whose uh, real name is Sheila McCarthy. I wonder if Sheila McCarthy is a household name in Canada. Hmm. Um, She's 30 years older than the, the guy that plays Hazel. Yeah, I think it's, it's pr- relatively common. Oh, maybe not quite that age difference, but it's relatively common that the reverse happens. The leading man um, and the leading woman in Hollywood films will often be like 10, 15 years difference. 30 yeah. is probably bigger than normal. So, you know, it's kind of cool seeing it in reverse. 
I also uh, wonder. And I, it doesn't even. Uh, it doesn't. It's not noticeable though to me, really. No, I, I'm surprised that the guy that plays Hazel's only. I think he's 34. You're right. I, he just seemed older than me. Uh, maybe it's the facial hair or something. Um. So he I'll is sur- older than you. Sorry, no. I'm, uh, no, he seemed older to me. To you. Than, yeah, not sorry, than me. Gotcha. He's older than me for sure. <laughs> like, Evan, do you know how old you are? <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Uh, I think I'm 31. That is Am a I- very good question, Jubilee. I really, I think it would change depending on the day. There's something about Ben that I really like. I probably relate to Ben a bit. Just being sort of like, just sort of going along with the flow and being a bit <laughs> sarcastic occasionally. Dead. Being dead in, on the inside <laughs> and outside. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I like them all. Alison, I think for the most part, I really like. But yeah, I do find people patronising me and others very frustrating. And she borderline does that to Vanya sometimes, but maybe justifiably because anyway, whatever. So um, <laughs> that's probably enough of these. We've still got plenty more for future eps. But if you want to get involved with this section of the show, please click on the link in the show notes, show notes and show notes below. And we'll read out your comments over coming weeks, especially if you've got episode-specific questions or comments. At the moment, it looks like there's just one that's about episode nine and none about... Oh, no, then a few about episode 10 as well. So, if you want to... If you have any thoughts, if you're watching along with us, please send them through. Um, where can people get onto you now, Evan? Um uh, yeah, at the moment, uh, mostly on on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv, I think it is. It's slash... Um, There's a link. I'll put stupid a link anyway. Yeah, stupid old Evan. Twitch.tv slash stupid old Evan. But yeah, just click the link. Um, and uh, Go yeah, in there can- and say something about primates to him while he's on there. Yes. Go, hey, Evan, how about that ape man <laughs> Luther? Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... So, I'll hang on, I, I did look up the definition of eccentric, which means uh, deviating from the recognized or customary character, practice, etc. Okay, so would you say standard parenting means you put kids in locked up bunkers? Yeah, I suppose he, as a parent, he's he's somewhat eccentric. I think that's, that's fair to say by that definition. Um, definitely deviating from the uh, customary practice there. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe how quick, how easily you bent on this, but you still <laughs> maintain Andy is the best primate. Andy from hey, Toy look, Story. well, hang on, hey, I, I, I would still, I still think I don't know if he looks eccentric as a as a billionaire. Certainly, his parenting is 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 eccentric, right? But um, but he's right. I, he's not an an ex- for for a billionaire. You know, you got to realize that we're talking about what is what is customary customary for billionaires. Which is still a, you know, it's a. Have you seen Jimmy Bezos or whatever his name go Jeff around Bezos? with a, Jeff Bezos? He doesn't go around with a monocle. No, I suppose not. But well, others might. Maybe does. Bill others Gates might. doesn't. Others Warren Buffett does. Warren do. Buffett no. Oh, Buffett, yeah, he does. He, he probably. Does. He, he, I think. I don't think man. he does, but I think he would suit a monocle. <laughs> um, he could pull um, that off. The Monopoly Man. <laughs> I don't think he does. He looks like he should as well. Yeah. Um, anyway yeah. thanks everyone for joining us again it has been fun I'm loving watching these again I'm loving hanging out with Evan and talking about it and I'm so yeah, glad that fun. plenty of you are on board for the journey as well 
Um, the way it's going, Evan, I, I probably should talk to you off pod, but I reckon I'm keen to keep going through to season two. Yeah. I'm looking forward uh, no to it. No pressure. You can <laughs> you can let me down easy off pod if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much for joining us. People should check us out at Primates Pod on all the social medias. Check out my social medias, Matt Stew underscore art on Twitter, Matt Stew Art Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. And my website, MattStewartComedy.com. Evan's uh, stupid old Evan on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not as consistent as I'd like to be, and I forget what they all are. But I think I'm yeah, stupid old Evan, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think so. And but Evan I'm, MS. Somewhere I might be as Evan well. MS think... on Twitter, maybe. Well, that's part <laughs> of the fun. Everyone can Join the hunt. I don't know why I didn't make it consistent. Can I change it? Probably. Yeah, you can on some. I changed my Instagram a while ago. Ah, oh, I should do that. I have my I've I have my Twitter handle on Instagram, but I can't figure out. I forgot the password and I can't get in there. Oh no! And it's probably too late now. Anyway, Matt Stewart comedy is so long though for a handle. Yeah, I can't remember what it used to be. But at least it's unique. Yeah. It has to be. That's one of the rules to get in on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast, uh, don't kill your sister. We live by that rule. podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Welcome to Primates, the podcast about primates in popular culture, where we... Ex- <laughs> Welcome to Primates, the podcast about primates in popular culture. Wait, what, is, what do I say where we explore primates in popular culture? I don't know. You've done more episodes of this than me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 